0: The matt mosley show on espn central texas the presenting sponsor of the matt mosley show is central national bank your leading independent bank with locations in waco temple and austin also sponsored by alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram barnett contracting baylor line foundation coaches barbecue smokehouse ascension providence the baylor club my fuels schmaltz's sandwich shop Brisson Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: Audience, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, coming to you live for the world-famous Baylor Club today. And uh, what an event. This is really cool. The uh, This is seventh annual charity classic fundraiser hosted by the Baylor Club. And in partnership with the Isaiah 117 house and uh, excited to say that not only Baylor Club members are invited to this, but anybody can come by. And basically for a $10 uh, kind of pre-sale, which goes straight to charity, then you can shop all these unbelievable. um, It's just a really cool Christmas, early Christmas event. And, uh, in fact, I've already been over there um, getting involved in some of the coffee and, um, golly, the espresso over there on 8th Street. Um, loving that, and that's, uh, that's really fun. And then as we get into the show, uh, the member experience director, Colby Gross, is going to be on with us. And uh, 42 vendors, 42 vendors out here. In fact, I'm seeing some of them right now. Uh, some beautiful bags over here my goodness Uh, all sorts of accessories Uh, and if you want to kind of get an early start on your Christmas shopping I mean for some people this is a late start but um, yeah yeah Terry let me see the name of our, our coffee real quick that was really I've already been over there sampling that and I was really impressed over it's at the market on 8th street is where this is and it's Texas Espresso, TX Espresso, my goodness. In fact, they've been going such great guns that they've had to um, source out and go to a bigger roaster to use, um, and, and they want to do that around here. But, boy, they had to go up uh, Metroplex location. In fact, in Kaufman County, where I'm from, up there in Forney, Texas, Uh, does some of their roasting but what a what a really cool company this is and uh, Tom Barfield on the scene program director of course the uh, morning show you hear him seven to nine seven to nine on weekdays as uh, we continue to do our thing and uh, Aaron I'm going to send you a number in a second and and this is uh, Aaron we've got so many now uh, soccer correspondents but one of, my lo- one of my longtime buddies, Chris Salazar, who's the GM over at Shorty's Pizzeria, he and I got together earlier today, and we were over at uh, Dancing Bear Pub watching the, um, the, the World Cup and the excitement around there. So, Aaron, that number I just sent you, uh, we'll call Chris and get his report from the scene over there as uh, the, the uh, Team USA – Gets a 1-0 victory over Iran. The Iranians, we took them down, and they were very mad. They think the officials were maybe on the American side, but uh, glad to have them. If they were on our side, glad to have them. Now, uh-oh, uh-oh, Aaron, in a, late, uh, a late change here. Um, Matt Lively, who was uh, boy, had some medical stuff going on today, Matt Lively, very athletic guy, has some shoulder issues. Um, he's going to be able to uh, join us at 420. All right, so that'll be exciting. So, Aaron, in about uh, about 410 as we sort of uh, produce on the fly here, give Chris a call and, uh, and we'll talk to him. But, Aaron, I wanted to get your take. Um, I wanted to get your take right off the top on – I mean, a 1-0, Americans, anything short of a win, and they were not going to advance and, and get out of the, uh, and get into that uh, that next round. And, of course, they'll pay, play the Netherlands. That'll be Saturday morning. Uh, and I got to say, Dancing Bear Pub. Aaron, I don't know if you've you've had, you know, a lot to deal with recently um, as far as, like, just on the air. So I don't think you've been seeing my tweets. But I put up the reaction to the American victory over across town that's over on Spade Avenue. And, man, that was fun. It's always fun when you get to be, you know, get, get, you start the USA chants and all that kind of stuff. And, and I got to say, um, and, boy, some people, by the way, on the, on the postgame show, they were doubting some of the substitutions. So-and-so came in, didn't do anything. We can't get Gio Reyna into a game. I don't know why our coach Burhalter does not love uh, Geo Reina because I like the guy. I like what he does. I like some of the stuff he brings to the table. Aaron, you were, in addition to getting ready for the big three o'clock show with JMO, the John Morris Show, you were observing some of this activity between the Americans and the Iranians. Um, are were you? I mean, this was a great breakthrough victory for Team USA, who we, we all know last time didn't make it into the World Cup, now in the World Cup, and they break through the knockout round. Um, Aaron, was that, uh, was that about as, as good as you could have hoped for? I mean, that was a great outcome, wasn't it?
2: It was, and a lot of people look and see 1-0 and only one gold scored, but them needing to just win to advance – after they score that goal, you just go into kind of lockdown mode, um, and it's not quite prevent defense. Uh, it doesn't give up as – I guess it's kind of theoretically like that, but you can you can basically turn it into a rock fight once you get that lead with teams that aren't super, super talented, like, say, a Brazil or Germany or yeah. something like that. And so once they scored, I really liked their chances. And like I said, they didn't make the World Cup last time, so, to not only make it this time, but to get out of the group stage and yeah. to make the knockout round, the round of 16, is a huge, huge deal for, for American soccer and American soccer fans.
1: I think it's big. I mean, I think it is. Uh, I think you're right, and I like, I like your, your perspective here. And, uh, oh, Chris Salazar, already uh, we're ready to go here. And Chris uh, – is the general manager over at Shorty's Pizza. I mean, I walked in today. He was kind of holding court and uh, had a great group of friends with him over at the Dancing Bear. And, uh, Chris, I'll just tell you where you need to come now, by the way. Bring the group over here uh, to the Baylor Club because we've got some incredible Christmas shopping going on and uh, hosted by the Baylor Club, the charity classic fundraiser. And here it is today, and it's in partnership with the Isaiah 117 House. Very, very cool uh, event over here with 42 vendors at the Baylor Club. Now, Chris, I got to tell you, this is a a little bit different environment than, uh, than what we experienced over the Dancing Bear. Uh, Chris, are you... Have you have you settled down a little bit? Are you still at the Dancing Bear? What is your uh, what is your plan for the rest of the day? Oh,
3: I know. I moved from the Dancing Bear. I moved over to Shorty's, my, okay. my home home place. So I'm having a beer over here and just trying to relax, come down from that win, that great win that USA soccer had. Um, just trying to came with a friend over here, trying to drink a beer and relax. But at, yeah. that event over there sounds great. Might have to go check that out.
1: I like that. You're trying to drink a beer. I mean, as, is, as if it's kind of tough for you to, to do something like that. Now, Chris, uh, Aaron just gave <laughs> Aaron just gave us some good uh, commentary, a little bit on, on. But now having, and, of course, I was kind of fighting my way. I wanted to get over there and experience some of that second half with you. But you guys were dialed in from that opening minute of this game. And, of course, I don't talk a lot of soccer on here, but it's World Cup. And I understand this is a huge win, okay? And Brian Fonville, who's a big-time vice president, executive vice president over at Central National Bank, I know he's excited to hear me talking a little bit of this soccer. Chris, would you say, like, Pulisic, on that goal, walk us through what happened on that. And then, of course, he was not able to play in the second half. How... How worried are you about the fact that Christian Pulisic, uh, his, his status for Saturday is now up in the air?
3: I mean, obviously he's our—he's one of the best players on the team. So for him to get hurt in that moment was tough. I thought—I thought he might have just gotten the wind knocked out of him. But then after he stayed down for a while and saw him, you know, go off the field and and then not come back in the second half was tough. Um, but. I mean, you know, regardless, the, the team's going to step up whether he can play or whether he can't play. I think hopefully having some time off between now and I think we play Saturday morning, um, hopefully that will give him some time to rest and recover. Um, but, yeah, I mean, without ballistic, I mean, that's, that's a big that's a big impact on our team. But in the World Cup, you you know, next guy in, step in and step up. So play as good as you can, and hopefully we can, we can take care of things.
1: The reaction, talking to Chris Salazar, who is one of our, you know, of course we have Aaron Sexton, resident in-house soccer expert. Chris Salazar, usually our hockey expert, but also doubles as a soccer expert during the World Cup. And we just uh, took that in together over at uh, Dancing Bear. Chris, I got to say, your reaction, I won't uh, quote what you said, but to how much extra time the uh, Iranians had – nine minutes of extra time you were not pleased and this is an interesting thing because now medical time i mean i think i think the extra time is sort of more than ever was your take on that 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 was that maybe officials granted them too much time to get back in that game um is that what led to some of uh some of the words i heard you expressing there at the dancing bear oh yeah absolutely
3: i mean a couple of there. i mean Usually in soccer, when you see extra time,
1: you know, at the end of the first
3: half, second half, any time, it's usually, you know, four to five minutes, depending on mostly goals scored and people laying on the ground. But, you know, in the first half, we scored a goal, and then when Ballistic got hurt, he laid there for it seemed like a couple minutes. And in the first half, they only added four minutes of extra time, I think, maybe four or five. Um, And then in the second half, for them to add nine minutes when there was no goal scored or nobody really ever getting hurt and laying on the ground for a while, nine minutes just seem like a lot of time. And it's it, me watching most of the World Cups, because I am a soccer fan. Um, it kind of seemed like a theme that they're adding more extra time at the end of – especially the end of the game if it's close to try and make make the game closer if a goal happens. And it's just kind of weird, you know, knowing FIFA going to Qatar and all of that, seeing if, if – I don't know. It just seems like a weird FIFA telling their, their referees to add some more time to try and make games closer.
1: Well, I mean, it, I, I thought the crowd over there was great. I think I knew, I knew you were the right guy to ask, where in Central Texas should we be watching this game? And, of course, I wanted to give Shorty's first crack, but, uh, but Dancing Bear has kind of become the go-to soccer spot, and I liked how everybody was kind of looking to you for leadership there in the bar, and there was some excitement. And so now that the um, Team USA moves on, uh, Chris Salazar, is this a uh, against the Netherlands? Is this winnable? Is this like compare this to the England game? Is that are the Netherlands like pretty much on that same level as England, or am I giving them? Uh, is that about? Would that be a good comparison?
3: No, that would be a great comparison. I think the Netherlands is definitely beatable, though. I think, uh, I think we just have to attack to start the game, and if we can attack and get an early goal. And I think that would be huge, you know, and if we can, if it's like the England game, the good thing about the, you know, the elimination games, they do go into extra time. And then, you know, if it's still tied after that, you go into the PKs, but I think the Netherlands are, you know, they're a good matchup for us. They're not, you know, they're not as speedy and we're not as speedy. So I think we can, we can match up good with them. I think it's just going to take, hopefully getting a goal in
1: that first half of that game to set the tone and we can go from there. All right. Well, I, uh, I really it was fun being with you fun getting your uh, your reaction to all this and uh you know fax me or or uh text me please i don't know if anybody faxes anymore fax. whatever the yeah, salazar yeah. uh workout plan is i mean that was very impressive look you were throwing down there and i'm sure uh everybody over at shorty's is wondering how a man that manages a pizza uh pizzeria has uh has gotten kind of that much in shape so good for you uh, Chris good to visit with you and uh, we encourage all our friends of course to go over there to shorty's because uh, great uh, great partner of ours over the years I appreciate you Chris and and um, man we we'll, we'll see hopefully they'll get past the Netherlands and then we'll uh, we'll be able to hang out and watch another one of these together yeah I hope so too let's go go USA all right, there he goes, Chris Salazar, noted uh, uh, Dallas Stars expert. When the stars go deep, we get Salazar on, and uh, today Salazar was a huge soccer fan, and uh, in fact, Aaron, <clears throat> there was somebody there that uh, uh, I, believe, I think lives out in West now, and, and um, was a Fan of the old uh, Galloway & Company show that we had so many years in Waco when Randy and I were together and came over and said so and now listens to us on ESPN Central Texas. I thought that was so cool, and uh, it was fun meeting him and everybody that was uh, was in there today. Uh, it was a good group, and there was a lot of t- USA chants going on, and if you want to see some of that, go to uh, my Twitter page, at... Matt Mosley uh, posted it there. Okay, we are at the Baylor Club, and we'd like to for you to drop by and join us. Seventh Annual Charity Classic Fundraiser, um, and this is uh, hosted by the Baylor Club and in partnership with the Isaiah 117 House. Now, sometimes we say, hey, members only. This is open to the general public, and this is a great chance to see what the Baylor Club is all about. Order some food while you're here. I just had some fish and chips I'm about to dig into. Very excited about that. Come in, check us out. And all you have to do, uh, like a $10 donation, and that goes right straight to the charity. And then you can browse around. Um, the uh, the women are out shopping today. But the men, if you need to shop uh, for the loved ones in your lives, um, this would be a great spot for you. Because I'm as I look around here... I see some incredible 42 vendors on site. All right, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this and then uh, get you caught up on the latest with the Baylor Bears. What bowl are they going to? It's all next. Baylor
4: Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm here on ESPN
5: Central Texas. The Baylor Women back home and back in action Sunday afternoon in the Farrell Center, hosting Houston Christian. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for Baylor Women's Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball. All season long here on ESPN
0: Central Texas. When you need to build a fence on your farm or ranch, whether it's an eight-foot game fence for your deer or exotic animals or any type of livestock, Aim High Fence is the one to call. They're a turnkey operation to include custom entryways and gates, high rail fence, working pens, and water gaps. With over 50 years of combined experience, you can count on them for a quality fence. Owner Craig Davidson is a 1983 Crawford graduate and an 82nd Airborne veteran, so give them a call for a free estimate at 254-981-3595,
6: aimhighfence.com, or look him up on Facebook. The First National Bank of Central Texas is thrilled to back the Mark Panther football team as they make a run at another state championship. Just like the Panthers, we strive to be the best we can be every day, and we're proud of our roots. We've been a part of the Mark community since 1901. We are a locally owned bank that believes in getting to know and taking care of our customers. We invite you to come by and see us in Mark or any of our five locations. Or find out more at fmbct.com. That's the First National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
0: There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse,
7: 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Matt Mosley weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Lockridge Priest has been providing HVAC plumbing and electrical services for over 50 years, serving all of Central
8: Texas for your residential and commercial needs. This family owned and operated company has skilled and knowledgeable technicians to help you with all your heating, AC, plumbing and electrical needs. Hot season is here and if you have issues with your AC call Lockridge Priest at 254-772-0670 That's 254 25- 772 Four seven seven two zero six seven zero or lockridgepriest.com.
2: Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions. Portrait taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying the bosky and Crawford. Learn more at theboskey185.com.
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN
8: Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday Night Football had the Steelers outlast the Colts 24 17 last night. Matt Rule was introduced as the new coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, with an eight year, $70 million hire. Hugh Freeze is the choice for Auburn's new head coach. Deion Sanders says he's been offered the Colorado job. And Jimbo Fisher is now looking for an offensive coordinator after letting go of Daryl Dickey. Cleveland Browns put Deshaun Watson back on their 53-man roster, clearing the way for Watson to start against his former team, the Texans, this Sunday. Dallas Mavericks host Golden State tonight from the AAC. Tip is at 6:30. Baylor basketball tonight at Marquette, 7:30 tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon show tonight, starting at six o'clock on Fox Sports Central
7: Texas Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Man, it looks like a martini. My gosh, it's never, it's always a good time for one of those. One of the, uh, we are live at the Baylor Club and a uh, very exciting event happening today. In addition to the World Cup, by the way. Americans win that thing one nothing, one nil, I should say. So big big win there. But um, it is uh, and we'll have Nikki Collin. 5 o'clock with her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show. But we're at the Baylor Club for a really cool event. The Start Your Christmas Shopping Early with a 7th Annual Charity Classic Fundraiser. And, Aaron, if you wouldn't mind uh, recording this for us. This is going to be really cool. And uh, because Colby Gross is on with us right now, the Member Experience Manager. I like that. I mean, the... And there's some wonderful members here at the Baylor Club today. It would be a great day to join, by the way. Uh, But anyone can attend this event. And, uh, Colby, is that right? I don't want to – I mean, I I think that is correct. And all they have to do is when they show up for this great event, $10 that goes toward – the charity, is that, is that correct?
9: Yes, it's actually $12 at the door, but yes, all of the proceeds... I'll put in the
1: extra two. <laughs> all right? right, I'll Yeah, I'll, I'll make up the deficit since I gave out the wrong number.
9: No, all of the proceeds go towards our charity this year, and yeah. this year our charity is the Isaiah 117 House of McLennan County, and this is a really fantastic charity. They are working on building different houses for foster kids. When they are in between placements and they're having to be removed from a situation... This is not just for the foster kids, but also for the social workers, for them to have a place to work and the kids to have a place to sleep. Because most of the time, if there's a child removed from a situation, they have to sleep in the floor of the social worker's office Mm -hmm. until they can can find placement. And so this is kind of just a safe space for them. And this is a newer organization. They just bought a house and broke ground. Oh, man. Um, And they're hoping to get that kind of up and going in the next few months. And so we're excited to support them and to help them out with this need and getting them going.
1: Well, that's an amazing partnership. And uh, I'm looking around here. According to my sources, 42 vendors have shown up today. And I've already sampled some of it. The coffee, Mm -hmm. uh, the coffee over there, uh, over on 8th Street, that uh, TX Espresso, Texas Espresso, really like what they're doing. But 42 of them, beautiful, like, travel bags. And, I mean, I think that looks like a... Gorgeous cowhide. Of course, they don't want me to start guessing at things, but this is. Uh, tell me how you kind of put this together, and like how people get to be a part of this. Is this something? I bet you started working on this quite a, quite a while ago, right? Yes,
9: sir. We did. Kind of, we started working on this a while ago, and since this is the seventh annual one, people in the area know about it, and so a lot of these vendors are returning vendors. But we do a lot of outreach, a lot of social media. I will go out to different places and shops and ask them if they want to be involved. Um, The first thing we do is pick our charity, so then we can get people excited about being involved. Um, But yeah, we just kind of go around to different shops, do a lot of social media. Mm -hmm. Um, We let our members know about it. We've had it in our past three newsletters that it was coming up, and so we're just really excited that it's here and it's happening.
1: Well, and and that's got to be an interesting thing and kind of a fun thing to pick. There's so many great charities, Mm -hmm. and I would imagine some of them sort of pitch... You know their ideas, and, and and they partnered with different people over the years. But the seventh annual charity classic fundraiser—this sounds like an amazing place, Isaiah. Uh, and so, are you? So, they've gotten started. This is a relatively new organization, and so it officially the new house that you're referencing. We're, we're getting close to, I mean, what did, what, we're, what stage are we in with all that?
9: They just broke ground. Broke ground, and okay. And so construction will start within the next few months. Gotcha. And then we all know how construction goes. Correct. It could take forever. It could yeah. be done really fast. and so Well, it can get a lot
1: faster r- if mm-hmm. we raise a whole yeah. lot of money today. If we get
9: a whole lot of money. And when you come in, there are QR codes that you can use and donate extra. Oh, nice. And all of those proceeds will go straight towards them. And so far, I think we've had over $100 in donations so far, not just with ticket prices. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also, all the fees that the vendors pay to be a vendor, those also go straight towards the charity as well. And so we've been doing really well. I think when I was checking the numbers earlier, we are over $7,000 total.
1: Oh, wow. So far. Nice. And
9: that was kind of where we hit last year. So we're hoping to exceed as much as we can.
1: All right. So this is a sip-and-shop Situation, And that, uh, well, the Anytime Bar and Grill, people have kind of, you now we got to get these people shopping over here. they they found some benches here by the bar. <laughs> we can't just let them stay there the rest of the night. Tell, tell us how long this will go this evening because I want people to hear this and be able to come in here and take advantage of uh, a, a, a really cool event.
9: Yeah, we are open from 4 to 9.
1: Oh, wow. We'll All probably
9: right. close the registration tables around 8.30, so 8.30 okay. will be the last time y'all can come in.
1: All right. Like, if you had to pick one of these vendors where I need to buy something from, is there anything? Is there any? Is there any place you should sit? Do you, do you have any gift ideas for like my wife or daughter or anything like that? Could you help me with? Because you've been talking to all these vendors. Yes, any, sir. I have. Any good shopping ideas?
9: I mean, there's really such a wide variety of shops. Okay. There's a travel company here. We have Republic Gun Club here. We have some health and wellness, some beauty, some boutiques. We really have it all here. So there's something here for anybody.
1: Okay, good answer. Good answer. You don't want to, like, single something out, although I think you just encouraged me to buy a gun while I'm here. <laughs> I'm sure we are in Texas. But, uh, well, Colby, it was nice. Colby Gross. And, Colby, uh, I mean, 5 o'clock hour, that's when you're really going to – I mean, you are in demand here. And if people want to join the Baylor Club, they could they do that today?
9: Absolutely. Okay. Yes, our um, membership directors are here on site. We good. have a table, and we are – when, the first thing you see when you get up the escalators. Yeah.
1: I started to like, give your direct number out. I think I'll hold <laughs> off on that. But uh, you can join, and some people take advantage sometimes of the Matt uh, Mosley special. Yeah, there's there's a there's a worker here sampling a lot of the things. I don't know if that's is that allowed. I mean, he's really getting. I don't know if he get the coffee or what he's after. I'm gonna I'm gonna start kind of looking around and browsing around uh, during some of these deals but this is uh it's a fun day Mm -hmm. and uh colby good luck with this thank you you have uh spearheaded this thing and been in charge of this and mike mosel who's a great friend of mine the general manager at the baylor club said you are the one we need to talk to so i'm glad we got to do that
9: yes sir thank you for having me
1: all right all right there she goes colby gross uh Joining us today, the member experience manager, and everybody's kind of reporting to her. Kobe now has to go, and people will be asking things, and and Kobe will do do her thing. But this is a, a tremendous event, and so we are pleased to be a part of it. Now, campus confidential, generally, of course, because we got all these coaching changes to get to, and Aaron's got a lot of stuff he wants to bring up. We're going we're gonna to move that into the 5 o'clock hour because we are fortunate today um, our, our, uh, our man Matt Lively from Channel 6 is going to hop on with us at 440, and uh, Matt has had a busy afternoon of monitoring soccer, watching, and then tonight, of course, and Aaron, I thought we'd spend just a couple minutes, and you may bring this up at 535 today when we do Campus Confidential. This is an interesting matchup tonight for Baylor. Baylor goes to Marquette. They're playing um, where the Milwaukee Bucks uh, play their uh, home basketball games, NBA. In fact, Keontae George could be playing there next year in the NBA. I mean, for all that, uh, Flagler could too. Um, Obviously, Baylor has a lot of players that uh, could be going that direction. What What a huge opportunity this is tonight. Aaron, would you care to guess... Scott Drew's record against Shaka Smart, the head coach at Marquette, who used to be at the University of Texas. Um, and I'll, I'll help you out a little bit. Hold on here. <laughs> um, so they've played each other 12 times. He was six years at the University of Texas. What do you think Scott Drew's record is against Shaka Smart?
2: Pretty good. I would say 10-2. and two.
1: I think you looked it up. <laughs> no, John too, John said that during uh, the John show. John <laughs> brought it up. Oh, man. John will be there. John is uh, football over here, at least until the bowl game, and so he can get out there and get on some of these trips and do some basketball. He and Pat Nunley. Yesterday we had Derek Smith on to talk about the women. And a reminder that Nikki Collin will be on with us at 5 o'clock For her weekly appearance, if you've kind of been wondering about uh, Asia Blackwell and when she might return and some of those things, I think we'll get into that. Okay? That's the plan to get into some of that. And when will Dre Edwards join the Bears? I don't know. The good news is this. They're playing against ranked teams. They're not winning all these games. But some of the young players are getting a ton of experience. And let me just say this. Um... Fauntleroy and Little Page Bugs, both freshmen, but at times both played extremely well in this tournament. Um, Fauntleroy has a gorgeous-looking three-point shot, and I mean, if she's this confident as a freshman, Bears are going to be okay. Should have beat Michigan the other day. Had a lead. They lost Caitlin Bickle uh, late, uh, about seven minutes to go in that game. She ended up with like, I mean, she had a. Like 12.7 rebounds. Another game, she had 18 points, 12 rebounds in that tournament. Um, she, is, she, she has helped this team immensely. What she has to do is keep her poise because while she is kind of an emotional leader, sometimes her emotions can get the best of her. And in this case, I don't think she did anything that warranted attack, especially with two ranked teams and a great tournament there in Fort Myers, Florida, and she she went over there and she banged the basketball down next to the player who had been talking the whole game. It was not the most, it was not like at her or anything like that. She simply kind of spiked the basketball down, and they called her for a technical foul, and that put her out of the game. She can't do it. She just can't do it. She's too valuable to the team. And while they have some really good players. Now, best thing that came out of that tournament, Aaron, and I know you've been looking at some of the numbers and everything, Jade Owens came alive. And she's already been passing the ball really well, running the team well, allows Sarah Andrews to play off the ball at times. Jade Owens, she may decide she's a big-time scorer. Um. The best player for the opposing team, if they're playing man-to-man, is on Sarah. And so Jaden is taking advantage of that, and she's dribbling right past everybody, and nobody can stay in front of her. So tremendous tournament for Jaden Owens. In fact, in the last couple of games, she had a career-high 18 points in a game and then followed it up with a 22-point game. Had nine in the first game. Made the all-tournament uh, team. This was a, this was a, a tournament in uh, Fort Myers, Florida. And all the beaches around there, unfortunately, have been ravaged by the uh, recent hurricane. And so the beaches were kind of shut down. But everybody had a nice holiday. And, in fact, uh, Coach Collin got to have her f- whole family with her. And uh, that's not always the case. So that was a really neat holiday for her and a uh, great three, day- three days of basketball and in fact, they got to go uh, have some of the holidays together uh, with some family, and, and that was in that part of the country. So really cool time for Baylor and the uh, the whole Baylor team as they went to went out there. And again, dropped a game. They dropped two games last week. One on a Sunday, uh, and then lost another game, of course, to Michigan. Uh, lost to Maryland, Michigan, two Big Ten teams, but both ranked teams. So I think everything is going to go. Go uh, be okay in that area. All right, campus confidential is going to happen today at 5:35. Nikki Collin at five o'clock. We talked to Matt Lively, though. Uh, the uh, the reporter, the talented reporter from Channel 6, joins us next as we're live for the Baylor Club.
0: This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022 snap back to Prescott
5: he's got a lot of time only heard here. deep did. down the right side oh he's caught. it's caught at the 45 40 all season Pollard, 20 10 Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Indianapolis Colts. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station.
10: It's the Cowboys and the Colts. Sunday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Genco's Black
4: Friday Cyber Monday Auto Loan Special is here. Apply for your auto loan online and receive a 0.15% loan discount. Plus, every auto loan gets 90 days with no payments. Then have a chance to win 90 more days with no payments. Black Friday Cyber Monday only at Genco. This special runs till December 2nd. Every online application gets an additional discount plus 90 days, no payments. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to gencofcu.org, member NCUA.
6: BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements call bp services today for a free estimate within 24 hours and if you agree to the estimate 15 percent off your bill 254-292-8908 call bp services when electricity's
0: on your list call bp services your need is our priority 292-8908 your
9: need is our priority
7: Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at syntechsportsfan.com.
11: A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson.
7: I wanted to keep playing,
5: but my feet hurt.
11: And all those big league experts couldn't help?
5: You have access to anything, but none of it worked.
11: Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet arch supports.
5: Let me tell you something.
11: They work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to...
5: Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet store.
11: Sign up for your free fitting at Goodfeet.com.
8: stop by good feet waco located at the central texas marketplace across from lazy boy
0: Cars priced right both day and night. Average a car in Texas. Trucks built for you. Red, white, and blue. Average your
5: car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in Texas. Count on us. A dealer to trust. Average your
7: car and wake up. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Monday Night Football had the Steelers outlast the Colts 24-17 last night. Matt Rule was introduced as the new coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, Hustler with an eight-year, $70 million hire. Hugh Freeze is the choice for Auburn's new head coach. Deion Sanders says he's been offered the Colorado job. And Jimbo Fisher is now looking for an offensive coordinator after letting go of Daryl Dickey. Cleveland Browns put Deshaun Watson back on their 53-man roster, clearing the way for Watson to start against his former team, the Texans, this Sunday. Dallas Mavericks host Golden State tonight from the AAC. Tip is at 6:30. Later basketball tonight at Marquette, 7:30 tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon show tonight, starting at six o'clock on Fox Sports Central
7: Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: poison Hi, right, it's matt mosley show espn central texas and uh proud to be out here at a great baylor club event seventh annual charity classic fundraiser hosted by the baylor club and in partnership with the isaiah 117 house and um, really cool place they just broke ground recently and that's for uh Foster kids and, and uh, boy, just a place that they can go and, and a really neat deal. Now, Matt Lively has been out and about today. Uh, and Lively, you just never know where he's going to be, where you might run into Matt. But, uh, Matt, the, um, one of your colleagues in town, uh, Nicole Sheeran, I walked in to watch the end of the World Cup game. And there she was. She had the TV camera. She had the laptop up. And uh, that ended up being a really cool scene over there. So, Matt, I, I think uh, I think Nicole knew the place to go. And I would suggest to you, Matt, un- unless you're covering the, the Big 12 title game, which uh, you may do, uh, I would suggest being Saturday morning for that next game against the Netherlands, you should be right over there at the Dancing Bear Pub.
10: I'm going to be uh, moseying around Jerry World, which is the most confusing stadium in the United States, but I don't know. What time does that World Cup game start? Can I, can I jump from Arlington back to Dancing Bear? I also, a little shameless plug here for the Dancing Bear Pub, if you go there on Thursday night, you get a free pint glass from whatever their special pint of the night is, so I'm a big Dancing Bear fan as it is.
1: Well, as a good Baptist, I don't really understand even what the pint, what that concept is like. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, Matt, you know, what? Um, what is your fate? You, they have some local uh, fare and all that kind of thing, but uh, that's good to know. Thursday night specials. As Matt Lively kind of guides you on a, his, uh, his kind of a pub crawl, pub crawl we should call that. <laughs> and uh, Lively can kind of guide us through that. But what a really spirited crowd led by the GM, Chris Salazar, over from Shorty's Pizza, and he was making a big to-do. Now, Matt, you were, you were doing something today. You've had some kind of shoulder thing that you're fighting, and, and I hope that thing gets, uh, you know, you get that thing taken care of. Let me just tell you, this event over at the Baylor Club, if you need to get some gifts for your family, your loved ones, your siblings, whoever it is in your life, You need to get over here to the Baylor Club, a tremendous event. And in fact, uh, Matt, if you'll show up, I will cover your donation to charity. All right? Uh, I mean, I don't—that kind of—that'll make you look bad. But I will cover it. I'll I'll cover your—I'll cover your cover charge, which is a twelve-dollar donation to the. uh, So it's a really neat thing over here at the Baylor Club. Now, Matt, are you? um, I mean. I I like that you're going to the Big 12 championship game. I don't like that Baylor's not in it this year. Um, Do you, as we get closer to this, do you have a sense like we're now hearing that TCU could lose the game and still get into the college football playoff? I am not buying that. If TCU loses that game, there would be such an outpouring of support for either Alabama or Ohio State or whoever. There would be, and I'm telling you, the Alabama, the, the SEC people would go crazy if something like that happened. Um, how are you sensing that would play out if K-State, and that's a good K-State team as we saw out there at McLean Stadium, how do you think this thing will go down if TCU loses that game?
10: I saw the argument that you're mentioning that was on Twitter where, again, it's on Twitter, so we'll let's start there, that uh, maybe if TCU loses, there's still the, the belief that they'll get into the college football playoffs. I would go straight back to that first uh, rankings reveal where TCU wasn't even in the top four, and you and I have seen every ESPN talking head talk about how they haven't played anybody and the big 12 doesn't mean anything and they don't even look on their own company website to look at the strength of uh, schedule and the strength of record i <laughs> believe that you know, TCU might get booted TCU might get booted because yeah. this is an sec dominated college football playoff and that's not just an opinion i have let's look back at the last six or seven years of this thing that's what happens and i'll tell you what if alabama gets in over a one loss TCU team. I've got a major issue with it and I think Brett Yormark has uh the stones to go after the CFP. He's running a different Big 12 right now. Uh they announced a whole new brand and entertainment uh, yeah. partnership today for the Big 12 Championship game. I think Brett Yormark will be very vocal, which is exactly what the Big 12 needs. They need their own version of uh, the SEC commissioner. And so hopefully there would be a huge outcry if TCU misses out because they deserve to be in this thing regardless if they win on Saturday or not. And Kansas State is a great team. You're right, Mosley. I mean, my God, we saw them absolutely clobber Baylor on a blackout sellout. Everybody was so amped up, and they just popped the balloon right there for Baylor's season. So should be a good game on Saturday, but TCU deserves to be in this thing.
1: I like it. Um, it, but don't put it past them to do that. And no matter what uh, your mark says, there's only so much he can do about something like that. And I do like the uh, I do like the uh, the younger, hipper Big Twelve that he keeps talking about. Uh, and to uh, to drive that point home, um, doing the coin toss. This guy is near and dear to my heart because he's a great fighter out of the Dallas area from the mean streets. Of Duncanville, Texas, or I think DeSoto claims Errol Spence Jr. handling the uh, the coin toss, okay? You'll be there watching all this. And then Ashanti performing the national anthem. And um, and then there's a collaboration, the Big 12. You'll have to walk me through that. Some of this I don't even totally know. It It's so young and so cool and so hip, I don't even understand what it is. But the Big 12... <laughs> Is headed that direction. What is this other collaboration? Can you tell me what that is? The, the B A P E collab. It's over my head as well. You and
10: I dress the same, and if you're not hip enough, I think that means I'm not hip enough to even understand this. I might have deleted the email as it came in because usually Big Twelve emails are full of PR fluff, but I did see there's lots of collaborations and. To your mark's credit, didn't he say that back in uh, July? Hey, we're going to make this exactly like he said, younger and hipper. And so I'm all for it. This guy ran the Brooklyn Nets. They're one of the most recognizable brands in the world. So the Big 12's on a good path.
1: All right. Uh, talking to Matt Lively from Channel 6. And we're getting ready for this Big 12 uh, title game. And all these uh, things that the Big 12 is announcing. And. Matt, it leaves us to talk about the end of this Bears, not season, because they still have a bowl game. I, I liked it that somebody put out yesterday, well, nobody's in the portal yet. Well, I mean, I hope they don't. I hope everybody stays. But let's because they're not in the portal Monday, I don't even think we're officially in a portal, um, you know, timeline yet. So we'll see how all this works. But – Matt, what are, you, what are you hearing the latest? I saw a projection yesterday that had the Bears in the Metroplex, which would be great for, But I mean, Baylor fans have a ton of alums in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That would make it easy for the fan base to get there to a game. I can't say that would excite people that much if they were in Fort Worth or Dallas for one of those two bowl games. Anything, what's the latest scuttlebutt we're hearing on where the Bears may end up? I'm reading a lot about the guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix. Okay. But
10: I think right. the best option for the bears and let's, let's, you know, if they want to expand the brand sort of in the South and the Southeast, the, the Liberty bowl in Memphis is the spot to be. I send out a shout out to my parents. They're moving to Franklin, Tennessee, right outside Nashville tomorrow. Nice. They're leaving the the dry days of Florida behind. They're going to Franklin, Tennessee. And so, I would be right in the state come Christmas time to just drive over and cover the Liberty bowl. So I think selfishly I'm holding out for that, but what an opportunity to kind of get into the Tennessee market Uh, as they expand the big 12, that's going to be a big region for them. I think uh, going to the Liberty bowl would be huge. I think you're right. If they end up in the armed forces bowl or the first responders bowl, people in Dallas don't like Baylor. I don't think, you know, they're TCU people, they're SMU people. So let's get it out of the state, get some more eyes on Bears. <laughs> people
1: in Dallas love Baylor. You get that out of your mind. There are way more Baylor know, alums in <laughs> T- Dallas. T- than There was a lot of purple in Waco. The P- TCU people are, like, scared to come to Dallas, first of all. There's not that many. <laughs> There's not that many. I mean, I'm telling you, Baylor has every bit the fandom that those schools have in those areas. So sometimes I have to set you straight with all your Florida background and Arizona roots. But I'm excited to hear about this tender Tennessee Christmas that could happen. You'll have to turn on that famous old Amy Grant song and just listen. As you drive to Franklin, boy, I tell you, you, I, the, the, if I know Franklin, I mean, that's a very wealthy area over there. So good to know that the lively folks have done extremely well over the years. Franklin, Tennessee, and that's where a lot of the uh, country music stars live, right outside I of Nashville. I didn't tell you. My, my dad's a recording artist. <laughs> is that is that
10: true? No, it's not true at all. He's an <laughs> orthodontist, but God, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it be?
1: <laughs> i was like okay i think he's pulling my leg but i don't want to i don't yeah yeah he's uh orthodontist that's a good place though franklin go hang out in frank that, that is a it is a beautiful area and then you can uh during the holidays you can go to the ryman go to some of those uh, grand old opry and do some of the fun oh, yeah. things like that now Bears and um, and you're always Johnny on the spot. On I've been known not to make it to every Baylor media availability. I mean, I, I try to make most, but boy, you pop up everywhere they are. Oh, Scott Drew, here's Matt Lively, and Chris Williams. They're together again. Quillin will show up as well. Baylor versus Marquette tonight, playing in the arena. I think it's called like Fiserv or something like that. The arena where the Bucks play. Um, I like this matchup, of course, and then we'll get ready for the Bears in Gonzaga to hook up in somewhere in the Dakotas on Friday. Uh, so I, I would say these, these are some great early matchups for the Bears and in a true test and I, I think this is a tremendous way to open the season uh, what do you think about that Marquette matchup though in particular this evening for the Bears because you don't want to start thinking about Gonzaga and, and look past these Marquette uh, what are they eagles I think they may be some the, some form of the bird golden eagles golden, golden eagles Eagle. that's right that's right what do, what do we think about this matchup yeah.
10: yeah I really like it I mean, they know Shock is Smart quite well, uh, although he no longer resides in Texas. I was shocked to learn that this is the first time in the Scott Drew era that they were even facing Marquette. Isn't that crazy? What A great program like Marquette, and this is the first time that Scott Drew is facing them. The last time the Bears played him was in 1999. You might know a little bit more about that era than I do. I was two years old, and some fishy stuff was going down. So I think it's nice that Marquette and Baylor are back on the on the court meeting each other. But I like the matchup for the Bears. Marquette started out fine. I think they're 5-2, and two, but they haven't faced anyone close to the quality of Baylor. And what you respect about Scott Drew is that they've already faced Virginia. They've already faced UCLA. They're facing Marquette tonight. Then they've got Gonzaga. They've got a Pac-12 matchup in two weeks. So this team is ready for that. I don't know if Marquette is ready for the force of Baylor, but I know that Baylor is ready for Marquette.
1: All right, and it, you reminded me, by the way, um, Mr. Loner, Caleb Loner, it appears sure. that will he'll be on the Matt Mosley Show Thursday. So you'll want to be by the dial, Matt. I know you and Chris and Curtis and Nicole and everybody, Darby, Jack, the whole gang, everybody kind of plans their afternoons around the Mosley Show. Um, and uh, so that's going to happen on Thursday. So go ahead and lock that in. Uh, women's hoops. Um, uh, we'll hear from Nikki Collin on her weekly appearance next. But that, that, I, think, I think this is really going to end up benefiting the Bears. And the best news I can give you, and, and, and Nikki said this after the term the other night, she said something to the effect of hoping we get Asia Blackwell back, um, the, uh, the transfer from Missouri. The, that, those were really great words for Baylor fans to hear. And so I I, I think the great thing about this is, and they had two losses. It's very unlike the Baylor women's program. But those were against-ranked opponents, and help may be on the way. And the best thing I can say, Matt, is those freshmen are getting a ton of minutes they might not otherwise get. Now, they were going to play some anyway, even with Asia Adre. But when you have to lean this heavily on Little Page Bugs uh, and and Bella Foneroy, I think that's only going to pay off when it gets to conference. 100%. It was pretty cool.
10: A few games ago, Melissa Smith and Queen Egbo were sitting courtside watching these freshmen go off against Maryland, which it didn't end the Bears' way, but they still played really well. Bella Fauntleroy is a dominating presence. I mean, she, she's got height. She's really athletic. Uh, and then Little Page bugged as we've already seen at the of the season, she can score at will. So you're, you're totally right. During this part of the schedule where you want to get these wins, but it's not the end of the world that they're not because it's not going towards the Big 12 standings, get them as much experience as possible. When they play Arizona in a few weeks, that's going to be the real test. But, I, you know, losing Asia Blackwell is terrible. Hopefully they get her back. We're hoping that she's got a speedy recovery. But you're totally right. Getting more minutes at yeah. that level is, is massive.
1: All right. Um, and real quick, did you um – are you okay with this um, Arizona State hire? Uh, you are a proud alum of that school, and I think they went with the Oregon offensive coordinator, uh, Dillingham. Uh, is that is Are you uh, are, are you on board with this? Kenny Dillingham was the junior varsity high school
10: football coach of many of my friends at Chaparral High School in the early 2010s. I love this hire. It's shocking that Arizona State University made a good hire. I'm floored. I'm actually floored that something positive is coming out of the program. Kenny D era has started. I'm all on board. We'll see you next year in the Fiesta Bowl when ASU is back at its height.
1: I'm a big fan, (laughs) Mosley. Okay. I got to kind of see if Fiesta Bowl is even in the rotation next year, Uh, what what that would mean if you all were in the Fiesta Bowl. But – Uh, Matt great to see you appreciate you man you had um, some stuff you were doing earlier today kind of getting your shoulder right and uh, and you were able to jump out of that and jump right onto the air with us appreciate you your dedication to the cause and uh, we'll talk to you soon I was trying to get out of the tube and give you a call I'm glad it worked out we'll talk next time Mosley all right there he is from an MRI tube and a CT scan I hope they scan that brain make sure he's okay there no he's fine uh, Matt's uh, got a little shoulder issue, and we may have to go in there and do a little surgery. But we'll get him. We'll get him right. Uh, we, uh, we now will have our weekly appearance from none other than the Baylor women's basketball coach, Nikki Collin. That is next. <laughs>
12: On with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. An unsung hero of the defense is going up this weekend against the team that selected him in the first round of the draft. You'll hear from safety Malik Hooker right after this.
10: What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy
7: provider of the Dallas Cowboys.
12: PUCT number one zero 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 seven. The Cowboys begin a three-game stretch against unfamiliar opponents from the AFC beginning this Sunday when the Colts come to town. But one person very familiar with that team is Cowboy safety Malik Hooker, who spent his first four years in Indianapolis after the Colts made him the 15th overall pick of the 2017 draft. But if you think Sunday will be a revenge game for Hooker, think again.
8: It's
2: always going to be loving my heart there, because they was the first one that took me under the wing, and a lot of the people up there I still talk to to this day. You know, it's, like it's close friends and family. Like I said, it ain't no ill word, nothing like that. And at the end of the day, I understand, and I'm very aware that's the business.
12: The Colts fell to the Steelers on Monday night football, and their record is now 4-7. and seven. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales.
4: Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcarr.com.
7: Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas.
13: Run, don't walk, to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the
7: most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com the big 12 blitz weekdays at 5 50 p.m on espn central texas
8: okay so what's the most important part about your house No, nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave think about it the most important thing is your roof it has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best mcadams and sons roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset Let a real professional you trust do the work for you put mcadams and sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over central texas check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid
3: a bank in any town usa treats everyone like well anyone at central national bank we provide central texans with a different kind of banking We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
7: from the alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram studios this is krzi waco k222 dc waco k265 dv temple espn central texas
0: welcome back to the matt mosley show the presenting sponsor of the matt mosley show is central national bank your leading independent bank with locations in waco temple and austin also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmontz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley.
1: It is the Matt Mosley Show, in Central Texas, and uh, Nikki Collin with her weekly appearance with us. And Nikki, uh, happy holidays to you! It's uh, uh, it is always busy uh, for the Bears during the holidays with all these tournaments and everything. And uh, it started off with uh, uh, I gotta go back. I was gonna start with um, the uh, Maryland game, but before that, this Saturday um, you, you were. I, let's go back to uh, Big Noon uh, kickoff being in town. I got to go backstage <laughs> and was watching some of that. And then, uh, how cool was it? Then later, I got to see video of you and the team and everybody being involved on the set. Uh, how how fun was that experience? And and uh, and, and you've been on some it, in some big spots like that, but that's really neat to have like such a huge uh, lead in to a big game, and then to have uh, to have your team featured. That had to be a pretty cool experience.
11: Yeah, I mean, I think it was. You know, it it wasn't um, originally set up that way. I think. You know, Friday, um, we had the chance, um, some of my staff and, uh, you know, a couple of the players, Jamie and Caitlin, and um, were able to go over and and meet them as they were preparing on Friday, Um, you know, gave us the chance to meet Matt Leiner and and Brady and, and, you know, Urban, et cetera. And, you know, so I think in those conversations, um, I think it kind of hit them, you know, and I think the fact that the – It was actually Caitlin's idea from a marketing perspective to get on campus earlier in the week and kind of do the dunking. And Chloe did, you know, her cab to class, um, you know, went around picking up students to try to drum up interest, you know, on campus for the game. And I think they had kind of seen um, that video of Jaden dunking on people. And so I think it kind of gave them that idea. And um, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, it doesn't take a lot of preparation, but it was amazing energy and and uh, you know, I mean, tough finish to the game for the football game or for the football team, but um, you know, I think a, a really cool atmosphere at McLean before that game.
1: You know, when I was back there on set, was when they lined up a TCU uh, player. And a Baylor player, like fake players in jerseys, but I mean they were real people. But <laughs> they, they were Urban was simulating plays, and the TCU player. I guess they do this on occasion. Just lit up the Baylor player, and it was uh, it was interesting to watch all that. Did you get to uh, uh, exchange any uh, notes or anything with Urban? Obviously, one of the greatest coaches in the history of college football. Did uh, did did you guys get to? Uh, uh, I guess you just kind of say hello, or did y'all get to talk anything yeah, well, about more? Friday,
11: I, I actually got in a conversation with him on Friday um, because his daughter played volleyball at Florida Gulf Coast when I was there. Um, ah. and so didn't know her Gigi well, um, but one of our players on our team was like really close to her. And Gigi is a like personal trainer now. And I've even like DM'd her on Instagram because she does challenges and trains people like from a zoom perspective and gives people meal plans and workout plans and all that stuff. And so we got to talking about that and, you know, he kind of was asking me like why Baylor's so good at everything. Um, so yeah, we got into a good conversation. And then when he saw me on, on Saturday, he had reached out to Gigi and mentioned that he, you know, he had met me. And so, you know, we kind of continued that conversation
1: well it was uh that, that's always really cool to see uh Baylor featured in, in a way like that and you guys represent us so well uh the Sunday game against Maryland I mean I know it's a it's a tough loss except for I gotta say I mean the crowd looked good on TV uh I I kind of I was uh, uh, you know obviously had uh, Cowboys duty that day but I was really monitoring things and I just thought there were some uh I, I, you know, you talk about things to build on. I, the way y'all fought back late, and, and I mean, that thing could have gone the other direction a little bit, and I, I thought there were some really good things that came out of it. Obviously, Sarah has a big game with 25.6 assists, Bugs with 16 and 12. What was your uh, overall takeaway from, uh, I mean, again, you don't want to lose that game, but at the same time, being down and, and having a, a, a roster that's a little depleted right now, I think there's some things you got to be proud of. I think in that game,
11: yeah, there's no question. I, I really like, you know, early in the year, I want to win every game. There is no question that yeah. we we show up and the goal is to win. Um, but when you think about the fact that that we didn't have Asia um, in that game, and it was Caitlin's first game back after you know not getting to do anything basketball wise for essentially three and a half weeks. Um, you know, we were plus fourteen when Caitlin was on the floor. Like we functioned at a high level. Um, you know, when Caitlin was on the floor, like playing Caitlin with one of our freshmen, we do just fine. You know, when when we have to rely on both of them at the same time, it's a lot to ask. And they're both really talented. Um, but they're they're trying to guard a first round draft pick. You know, in Diamond Miller. And you know, Diamond kind of took it to us, and we just, you know, we didn't make shots. I think if, if Jamie's making shots like she did in, in Fort Myers, if um, Sarah makes shots in the first half, um, you know, at the half Sarah was one for 11. Um, you know, Jamie couldn't make a shot. Um, Jaden didn't make shots. We just didn't make shots. Um, and so, you know, for us to like continue to fight, you know, it was a game where you know, we're, there's there's a consistent message in our in our in our two losses. Um, you know, and it's, you know, Kaitlyn needs to be on the floor at the end of the game, you know, and in both of those games, she fouled out both of our losses yeah. this season. She fouled out. And it's a, it's, we've talked to her about that transition of like, Hey, there was a time when your job was to be an energy player. And now your job is a finisher, you know, and you have to understand that doesn't mean we don't want you taking charges. It doesn't mean Um, you know we want you to suddenly like not defend because you're afraid to pick up fouls but you know you have to play with a different um, level of understanding of your value to a team's success you know and I think if we had Dre and we had Asia then maybe that looks a little different you know but I think right now um, you know I I told her after the, the Michigan game like you know, those freshmen battled their butts off, but they needed you out there with them, yeah. you know, and because you you helped them get to where they need to go, you know, and she made the last seven had the last seven points in our win against Villanova. Caitlin did, you know, and, and we closed that one out. And so it matters in late game situations when you have veterans making plays.
1: All right, for the folks, uh, since you brought that up, the, the that didn't pony up the 30 bucks or whatever it was for Flow TV, uh, and we're listening on the radio, what exactly at the end of that Michigan game, actually it was about seven minutes left, when you lose uh, Caitlin. Uh, there's a bit of a questionable call, uh, at least it sounded like it, um, that didn't show up in the highlights that I was watching, uh, and she gets her fourth foul. Uh, after that, when kind of what you're talking about, was it just – uh, did she say something to the ref or did she say something to no, the player? I, I, what, I what exactly? Will what the
11: yeah. I, I will tell you directly what the ref said she did. And then on film, she did not do that. Um, Caitlin should have been warned in a, in a game of two top 25 teams. Um, in, in that situation, when you've got a kid who's celebrating a play and has every right to celebrate a play, um, but has been, been talking all game long. Um, you know, and, uh, you know I, I you know I, I it was a questionable block charge but it very well could have been a charge. I I don't I don't question the actual call on it you know I think those are bang bang plays. I think we got some picked up some charges that you that, that Michigan would say that's a block you know so uh-huh. um, but you know Caitlin had the ball in her hand. he set the ball on the ground next to the kid. Um, I was told by the official she handed the ball to the kid like almost like shove the ball into her and said she had to call the technical um you know i really thought uh, speaking truthfully that because this kid had been talking all game long i thought it was going to be a charge and a taunting call on them like a taunting technical on them so i was genuinely surprised because caitlin set the ball down and walked away now caitlin has to have the maturity to just turn and walk away like, she, she could have gone and handed the ball to the official, you know, and just turned and walked away. That's the mature thing. That's the Caitlin that we are going to have to have, um, you know. But it was a very, very questionable technical and a situation in a tight game of two top 25 teams in a championship matchup that should have been a warning and kept him moving.
1: Yeah, and I'm even told the promoter um, mentioned to some Baylor folks afterwards how, you know, they were frustrated with that call, too, especially given what you just said, the context of everything, and uh, uh, so they were frustrated with it. Um, Talking to Nikki Collin on her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show ESPN Central Texas uh, in these other the the all three games we were just talking about the Michigan Baylor game eighty four seventy five Michigan wins that one coach I mean that, it was really though even after Caitlin fouled out there were some moments where it seemed like okay Baylor's going to pull away and uh, and get this thing uh, Asbury who as you said shot the ball a lot better in this tournament hits a floater in the lane I believe that one put you up was that by uh, that my uh, at one point 56. you. you but yeah, at one point you had a six-point lead. I think that one either put you up by two or four points, but you did have a six-point lead. They finished that thing on an 11 nothing run, which is just crazy because, um, quite honestly, between uh, Fauntleroy and, and Jaden, I mean, some of the plays y'all made in that fourth quarter, Jaden, uh, for instance, had a, uh, a crossover. I mean, she just was too fast and too skilled for Michigan, like they had nobody that could stay in front of her. So again, uh, tons of encouraging things. It's just got to be frustrating for you to be in that kind of position, and then the thing kind of come unwound in those final two minutes. Walk us through kind of what happened in your in your mind in those last couple minutes of the game, because it you know it seemed like there were a couple of turnovers and 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 maybe one rush shot. Uh, was that a lack of poise? Was it what, what did you kind of see in those final two minutes?
11: Yeah, I thought, you know, um, we didn't execute at a high level at the very end. We had, um, you know, when I look at the totality of the tournament, we were phenomenal offensively. I mean phenomenal. We shot the basketball well. We got paint touches. We played three very, very different teams with varying defensive styles and really got paint touches and, and played fast in transition and moved the basketball, made the extra pass. Like, you know, we did a lot of things. Um, I mean, we had Michigan turn in circles, you know, and, and I think there at the end what we didn't do is put, put pressure on the rim, which is what we had done the entire game, you know. Um, I believe that Sarah was trying to make a play, And, you know, pulled up and shot a three and, and, you know, we analytically, you know, I'll just, you know, these are things that we dive into, um, statistically, but, but we, against Michigan, when we got a paint touch, we shot 64% and only had two turnovers, you know, when we didn't get a paint touch, um, you know, we shot 18% and had 11 turnovers. So for us, everything we do is predicated on coming down, attacking the paint off the bounce, off the cut, off the pass, you know, and then playing out. And we're really, really good at it. You know, for the season with a paint touch, we shoot 55%. For the season when we don't get a paint touch, we're 18%. So when we just throw it ahead and shoot it, when we throw it ahead and take one dribble and shoot it, we're just not very good. And neither is anybody else on the planet. You know, like Mm -hmm. that is not a – it's not just a – a Baylor women's basketball thing. There are certainly teams that will pitch ahead and make a lot of threes. Um, but the analytics say, like, we're a good three-point shooting team when we get a paint touch. And those were the threes we were making, the kick out, the one more, um, you know. And so we, we a little bit, you know, kind of we had had the lead, and I think we panicked a little bit, you know, in that situation and wanted to make plays. Um, the turnover late. You know, I mean, it was um you know, Sarah just faded away from the inbound pass as opposed to meeting it and mm-hmm. Felia or Michigan ran through it, you know, and part of why Jaden is having great success is one, she's playing fast and two, everyone's putting their best defender guard defender on on Sarah. Like Sarah is drawing the opponent's best um Defensive player, you know, so she had Felia all day. Um, Nolan is someone who chases people off screen. So she had Jamie, Um, you know, we were able to get shots for Jamie because we were attacking, kicking to her. He was getting threes or running closeout, you know, where it was, he was making really good decisions off the bounce, Um, you know, but they were in Michigan was in rotation all night long, but Jaden is getting the player that she just, doesn't have the athleticism to keep up with her and when mm-hmm. she plays downhill and you know in, when we've had a rim runner that's holding that defense so it's not two people back there waiting on her it's, it's one you know she she's just making really good decisions and and finishing at the rim you know she's just playing really fast and really well
1: well, it was fun to watch, and in in some of her um, even just finishes, and I, I was kind of laughing at the flow uh, sports announcer. I think it was maybe the Michigan, it could have been the Villanova game, but she hits a couple of early threes, and they're like a rare three from Jade Owens, and then like the next minute she's down to court hitting another three, and uh, it's kind of yeah. like okay, it's not that rare. She she appears to be a pretty good three point shooter. Well, <laughs> the
11: reality on Jaden is if she if Jaden takes the right threes, she can. She can make three. She has not been a good three point shooter over her career. But yeah. when Jaden takes the the threes with time and space, we were we were driving to the paint. We were kicking it out to her wide open. We were driving to the paint. We were kicking it to a the teammate. They were throwing it one more to her. When she has time and space and can step into her shot, she is more than capable. You know, it's it's the frisky ones when she gets hot, you know, and has blitzed them off the bounce and wants to suddenly shoot the step-back three and shoots an air ball, um, you know, like, that's the, that's the maturity of, like, hey, like, stay, go to the well until the well dries up. Like, there's no reason to show off, like, you know, other parts of your game when making layups is a really, really good part of your game, you know. And, and until they take that away, like, there's no reason, you know, to, to, to get too frisky you know that way so because once again that's a non-paint touch three that's i'm dribbling down i'm like crossing over and shooting it we haven't touched the paint that is not a high percentage shot for us or anyone on our team
1: well and uh i should mention the uh 75 70 went over villanova so i mean that's a it's rare when in a week's period you get a look at uh, three top twenty-five teams, and uh, all those games were bang bang. So again, you 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 know you hate to drop any, but I think you'll look back on this, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a, a week where you saw some tremendous growth from the team. And if you get Dre back in Asia back, uh, that you know it, it's not like oh they have to save the day. You've proven that you can actually no. be successful without them, and I think that's a. That's a really good thing. By the way, um, I know we got to be a little careful with Asia because of uh, we can't say too much about what, whatever it is. You know, her lower leg injury. But do you have any? Are you getting close to a specific timetable with her? I think the fact I think Baylor fans are excited about the fact that we haven't heard you know what was people were scared of that it was going to be some kind of long-term thing so i think the lack of news on that front has encouraged people and then what you said the other night about hopefully getting them back this month i think gave people uh, a lot of encouragement what uh can you can you shed any light on it for us
11: you know i think at this point i, I don't i don't have a timeline um okay. you know um i, I you know rehab is rehab. And from that perspective, I would say day to day. But I, it's, it's not, it's not like you're going to see her on Sunday, you know, I, I, I just, it's, um, but, but every kid rehabs differently. And, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just hopeful that, you know, we can, we can get her back to full strength and, you know, may, maybe in some ways, like, you know, it's, it's, She's the only one that that can answer that question, you know. And whether yeah. she wants to, I don't know. But, um, you know, she she has the ability to to tell you what they're telling her telling her her timeline is.
1: Well, listen, it was um, it was fun catching up and lots of ground to cover. And uh, we uh, we really appreciate it and uh, uh, look forward to. I mean, you get a little bit of a break here and then you get going against uh, HBU or I guess we call them something different now. But uh, it'll be uh, it'll be fun moving ahead. Really appreciate the time.
11: Sure. Yeah, Houston Christian. Now, like one day That's it was right. HBU, the next day, you know, they they were they were Houston Christian. So.
1: Yeah. I know. I worry about them moving away from their Baptist roots, but we won't get into that. (laughs) 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 Correct. Thank you, Nikki.
11: More inclusive, right? More inclusive.
1: (laughs) That's right. Exactly. Uh, There she goes, Nikki Collin, with her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Next, Jerry Speaks Out, Odell Beckham Jr., The Airplane Incident. Has not dissuaded the Cowboys in their pursuit of OBJ. That is next.
7: The source for Baylor Athletic News and Information. ESPN Central Texas.
12: Welcome to today's edition of the Baylor Sports Beat on the flagship station for Baylor
2: Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. Here's the voice of the Bears,
12: John Morris.
5: Everybody, it's never a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where Scott Drew and the sixth ranked Bears take on Marquette this evening. A preview coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Say
4: big during the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Celebrating with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade,
6: Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology.
4: The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Come see what Allen Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Come by. Let's be friends. want the latest in the new nike gear for the new season how about lululemon johnny o or peter millar it's all available at the newly remodeled baylor bookstore on the baylor campus and online at baylorshop.com
10: are you a proud baylor fan do you love prizes the baylor bold rewards app allows fans to track their attendance across athletic events and earn rewards Baylor Athletics wants to reward the most loyal fans, so register online today at BaylorBoldRewards.com or download the Baylor Bold Rewards app straight to your phone. Prizes this year are better than ever, so start earning your rewards points today and sign up for Baylor Bold Rewards.
2: Baylor Bear Basketball tonight, here on the flagship station for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
5: And welcome back from Milwaukee, where Baylor basketball is in action tonight, taking on Marquette, part of the Big Twelve Big East Challenge. The Bears at five and one on the season, Marquette at five and two. But for Baylor, it is their first true road game of the season. Here's Baylor head coach Scott Drew. Well, you're hoping for a win,
4: but uh uh first road tests are always uh, uh very tough and why I say that is uh, it's first time you're used to the crowd uh, being against you, the momentum, just how hard the home team plays and how they feed off of the crowd. So uh, usually it's an adjustment uh, wherever that first road game is. Uh, we kind of got uh, a little taste of that. Virginia drew pretty well uh, in the tournament. And uh, when they were making their run, uh, we kind of felt a little bit of that. But uh, you really have to be mentally strong uh, to be successful on the road. Because uh, basketball, more than any other sport, uh, we all know crowds affect the game. The proximity of the crowd affects the game. And that's why basketball is so tough to win on the road because of that.
5: Scott Drew and the Bears taking on the Marquette Golden Eagles tonight here in Milwaukee. We're on the air at 7 p.m. with the countdown to tip-off. It's a 7.30 tip-off tonight here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on FS1. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow.
7: I'm John Morris. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 4.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated,
8: independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675 675- 8107 or find them at myatfuels.net that's myatfuels.net
4: Richard Carr has the trucks you want on the lot today. GMC and Buick offer the best SUV lineup to meet every demand. We have dozens on the lot ready to drive. Well-qualified buyers get 3.9% for 72 months on all GMC and Buick SUVs in stock. New Sierra trucks are ready to drive at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get 3.9% financing plus a $2,500 loyalty rebate for current GMC or Buick owners. Get here now or log on now and drive your new GMC or Buick today. See dealer for details.
0: Richard Carr, they have the truck for you
7: 80. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcasts at syntechsportsfan.com.
4: Genco's Black Friday Cyber Monday Auto Loan Special is here. Apply for your auto loan online and receive a 0.15% loan discount. Plus, every auto loan gets 90 days with no payments. Then have a chance to win 90 more days with no payments. Black Friday Cyber Monday only at Genco. This special runs till December 2nd. Every online application gets an additional discount plus 90 days, no payments. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to gencofcu.org, member NCUA.
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by BP Services. Monday Night Football had the Steelers outlast the Colts, 24 17, last night. Matt Rule was introduced as the new coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, an eight-year, 70 million dollar hire. Hugh Freeze is the choice for Auburn's new head coach. Dion Sanders says he's been offered the Colorado job, and Jimbo Fisher is now looking for an offensive coordinator after letting go of Daryl Dickey. Cleveland Browns put Deshaun Watson back on their 53-man roster, clearing the way for Watson to start against his former team, the Texans, this Sunday. Dallas Mavericks hosts Golden State tonight from the AAC. Tip is at 6.30. Baylor basketball tonight at Marquette, 7.30 tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon show tonight, starting at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center,
7: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. All right, it is Matt Mosley,
1: and it is our live show coming to you from the Baylor Club. And tonight is the 7th Annual Charity Classic Fundraiser, all right? And it's in partnership with the Isaiah 117 House. And that is for foster kids. And and a lot of times, uh, as we were talking to... Uh, someone from the Baylor Club earlier today talking to to Colby Gross about it, the member experience director. A lot of times, sometimes the uh, you know you just don't know exactly when they're waiting to see where they're going to be foster kids, or they have to take them uh, from a family or take them from some home. Uh, there's there's not always a great place for them to stay during that time. And Isaiah 117 houses. Are just an incredible place but especially this one in mcclennan county that they just broke ground on and we had somebody texted us earlier today wanting to know how you too could donate uh donate to that now there's a qr code but let me help you here if you wanted to donate great time of the year to do it you just go isaiah117house.com forward slash donate all right aaron you said somebody was texting in earlier wanting to know this information so uh, if you're listening, I, we looked this up for you. It's I-S-A-I-A-H, okay? Isaiah117house.com forward slash donate. And you can make a huge difference uh, And uh, for this group that is caring for children, awaiting foster placement. And, and there's this sort of in-between time. And, and honestly, there's not always a great place for the kids to be. This is where Isaiah 117 steps in and does some incredible work. All right, it is time for Campus Confidential. As we uh, kind of look around at what's going on, all these coaching changes, uh, coaches are now being recommended for Liberty. I saw some of the names on that list. Uh, Aaron, what do you have for us in Campus Confidential?
2: Leaders of the college football playoff issued an ultimatum to the Rose Bowl this week, giving a self-imposed deadline of tomorrow to determine whether the CFP can expand in time for the start of the 2024 regular season. And if the game's most storied bowl can not agree to terms, it's possible it could be excluded from the New Year's Six Bowl rotation in the next contract, mm. sources told ESPN. If they can't get it done, they'll lose $450 million in revenue Uh, for the 2024 season. Mm -hmm. Um, And the big holdup is that the Rose Bowl wants, even in years where they're going to be part of the playoffs, to still have their exclusive broadcast window on January 1st at 2 (laughs) p.m. Now, the other bowls have already said, okay, have already given that up. They haven't. And so basically they're telling them if we're not doing that and if you want to be a part of this, you need to agree to it or you won't be a part of the next one.
1: Well, Bowl executives love their money, and they love making it. And the Rose Bowl has had a special place in the hearts of this country. And it, you know, for years, I mean, Sugar Bowl's huge in New Orleans. Obviously, Fiesta Bowl has become very big. Cotton Bowl to those of us uh, around here means the most and of course it had those swc ties for all those years but the cotton bowl is still an enormous thing up there at AT at&t stadium the rose bowl to act like it's above it all is just business as usual (laughs) this is how the rose bowl has been acting for like 50 years and money talks okay the threat of losing up for possibly whatever you said, whatever crazy amount, $450 million. They're not going to do it. They're not going to forfeit that. Now, they may stare back at these, uh, at, at, at this committee. There's about a million committees. But this important college football playoff committee and say, okay, we're going to call your bluff on this. And if they do so, the CFP will have to do it in the end because they certainly need that window and in the years where the Rose Bowl is not part of that rotation, now, what is the Rose Bowl trying to accomplish here? Well, I'll tell you exactly what they're trying to accomplish. They're trying to further this dispute <clears throat> so that somehow they are the one bowl that gets this thing every single year. I mean, th- this is really—it's got to be their end game. Is can we can we keep this fight going? and constantly remain if we don't back down? The answer is no. And they've been trying to tell the Rose Bowl for years. And the Rose Bowl doesn't listen because it thinks it's above it all.
2: Former Texas starting quarterback Hudson Card has entered the transfer portal. Card will enter his next stop as a redshirt junior, but he'll have three years of eligibility remaining thanks to the NCAA-granted pandemic waiver Card entering the transfer portal, not a surprise. The Longhorns will have Quinn Ewers back next year along with highly touted prospect Arch Manning.
1: All right. Um, I think Ewers had enough good moments this year to keep people behind him, even though he you know, had some games where it kind of melted down and did not have. I mean, the bottom line is, if you look at Quinn, if you look at Ewers' numbers compared to Shapin's Shaping now maybe shaping through a couple more interceptions. But Aaron, if you googled right now and put those two next to each other, Ewers going into the season just because of his huge name was was highly highly rated. Well, he gets hurt, of course, in that Alabama game. Gets back in there, but there were moments where he played poorly enough where people were lobbying University of Texas fans to bring Hudson Card back in. Now, I I, got to say, kudos and congrats and best wishes to Hudson Card because Hudson Card did not race out of there. He hung in there. He fought for the job. He didn't get it. He didn't immediately leave that campus. And so any thought that, oh, Hudson Card's running for something is far, far from the truth, much like Bohannon, hung in there, hung in there for years, got his opportunity, and then lost the quarterback battle. Um, Hudson Card has done more than enough at Texas to warrant getting to go do whatever he wants to do. So he will exercise his one-time, you know, and I think Baylor fans are worried that Kyron Drones may do the same thing. Would Drones have an opportunity to go and start somewhere else? Yes, he would. Yes, he would. Do I think he should do it? No. No, because I think that drones is good enough to, to hang in there and maybe compete for the job next year. I think Shapen will eventually get it. I think it's his job to lose, but I do think that um, I, you know I, drones has an opportunity now. People want to say, "Well, what about Novosad? Huge, big time recruit coming in here. I think he's going to be great. I think it's one of the best recruits Baylor's had in some years now." But I think to I think you're kidding yourself if you think that a true freshman will be ready to go next fall. Will he have a shot at it? Sure, sure. They'll they'll give him a shot at it, but I think it is a an absolute long shot that Novosad comes in here and takes over the starting position, the kid from Dripping Spring. So, Shapin has the best chance, drones after him, and then Novosad after that.
2: Speaking of big-time... Quarterbacks transferring. Michigan quarterback Cade McNamara has entered the transfer portal as a graduate transfer. That's a year after leading Michigan to the Big Ten title last year. He threw for over 2,500 yards, 15 touchdowns, and six interceptions, and uh, he is leaving the University of Michigan.
1: Yeah. Well, things come at you in a hurry, (laughs) and uh, that was uh, uh, while the numbers – weren't just through the roof the other day for the Michigan quarterback, he he did hit on some huge plays, and he made enough plays for them to win that game. And the guy that got them to the college football playoff last year is now uh, transferring, and he'll go play somewhere else. And spare us, by the way, on all these people who are like, what about Baylor? Look at this guy. Look at that guy. Well, they'll look at everybody. But they the problem is they probably have – too many quarterbacks to choose from next year. They don't need to like I don't think they need to hit the portal at quarterback. Now if you want to hit the portal for some other positions and and you know, you're gonna lose some defensive linemen. You're gonna lose some offensive linemen. You can go find a starter somewhere else, yes. And then Aaron, one other job one other thing I was gonna bring up, that Penn State lineman. Wasn't that interesting? This was gonna be the number one Offensive lineman in the NFL draft, and he chose to stay at Penn State. Good news for, for college football. Good news. Does it mean he's going to be getting paid some NIL money? Probably. But, uh, but that's okay. That's one instance where NIL may help out and may keep some of these great players around. And, uh, boy, great people out here. Come see us. The Baylor Club, open till 9 o'clock tonight on this incredible uh, charity event. 42 vendors out here. Come shop, make a uh, small donation uh, uh, or a big donation to uh, the Isaiah House, Isaiah 117 House, and then come shop with us. Join the Baylor Club while you're here. We got to do the dismount.
7: That's next. Your first word in sports. Game time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, join me
5: and let's find some bears in the wild.
7: Join the expedition at baylor.edu alumni. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 7.25 a.m. and 4.50 p.m. is brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac.
0: Incommons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from Incommons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at incommonsbank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC.
7: Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Ward Weintraub with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Monday Night Football had the Steelers outlast the Colts 24-17 last night. Matt Rule was introduced as the new coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, Hustler an eight-year, $70 million hire. Hugh Freeze is the choice for Auburn's new head coach. Deion Sanders says he's been offered the Colorado job. And Jimbo Fisher is now looking for an offensive coordinator after letting go of Daryl Dickey. Cleveland Browns put Deshaun Watson back on their 53-man roster, clearing the way for Watson to start against his former team, the Texans, this Sunday. Dallas Mavericks hosts Golden State tonight from the AAC. Tip is at 6.30. Baylor basketball tonight at Marquette, 7.30 tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon show tonight, starting at
7: 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's been a big day, and you
1: still have time to come by the Baylor Club. In fact, this is open to members and non-members alike, and it's the seventh annual charity classic fundraiser. Uh, Baylor Club's in partnership with Isaiah 117 House. And that is a um, – while uh, foster kids are waiting on placement, that is where they stay. And They just broke ground on that recently uh, on the McLennan County Isaiah 117 House. So I said earlier I gave you the uh, the website for uh, – for how to get over there to Isaiah 117 and donate because one of our listeners wanted to do that. Make sure you designate that that goes to the McLennan County, all right? That's Isaiah117house.com forward slash donate. And then uh, I love a lot of these vendors. The, uh, uh, over here, in fact, uh, Travel Bug. The Travel Bug Company has been over here today doing a lot of great things. The owner and uh, uh, travel professional is uh, Amy Jordan. Uh, from Travel Bug and boy, they do a nice job. In fact, 50th anniversary of Disney World. I love going there, and they've got some great trips that they'll put t- put together for you over at Travel Bug. All right, gotta go. Uh, gotta go. Uh, Seven o'clock tonight, pregame, Baylor versus Marquette. You can listen to that, and uh, John and Pat will have the call. Thank you, Aaron Sexton. Thank you to the Baylor Club. We will see you tomorrow at four o'clock straight
7: up. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the point.